Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, October 20th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Stake Easy, Loop Finance AMA, Boosted Farming with Dual Incentives. Let's take a listen. Hey guys, can you hear me? Hey AJ. I overslept today. I woke up just in time for this. What time is it? What time is it there, AJ? Uh, it's 9 a.m. here. Yeah, normally big night, huh? Well, normally, normally I'd be commuting right now, but I guess I'm going to be working from home. <laughs> yeah, what are you? Were you farming? What were you doing up so late? Yeah, I was, I was busy uh, compounding my crypto rewards. Nice. Yeah, there's, there's some pretty good obs on on B Juno, isn't there? Right now, with Stake Easy. Yes, sir. Um, I was looking last night and swapping using our aggregator. You could swap um, a thousand Juno for, I believe, a thousand forty-four um, SD Juno. So if you take that over to Stake Easy and unstake it using their site, I believe it came out to one thousand one hundred and thirty-eight Juno. So that's one hundred and thirty-eight Juno. In 28 days, which came out to like 190% APR, pretty crazy. Nice. Yeah, solid. Hey, oh, can I can I don't hear you, friend? Yep. Oh, I don't hear it. I'm doing good. How about you? Good, good. What, what's actually the correct way to pronounce your name? Uh, it's the the correct way is I think it's Udit. 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 Yeah. Awesome, mate. Good to have you. And uh, we're excited about your liquid staking and the new pools and the new farms that we're about to launch on Loop. And that's why everyone's here today, I guess, to make the most out of the super high APR and APYs we're about to have. And also to open the floor to questions from any of you, <clears throat> questions, ideas, recommendations. Um, we do have a few questions we are going to run through, but at the end of it, we'll open it up to you. But take it away, Neil. Yeah, so welcome along, everybody. Um, we are here with Budit, um, who is a co-founder of Stake Easy, and Simon, obviously, who's one of the co-founders of Loop, and AJ, who is also on the Loop team. Um, um, so we were, we're just going to deal with a couple of questions that we got Submitted beforehand, and then we'll um, I'll open up uh, the floor to anybody here who wants to ask a question about um, the decks farming and the um, the new sort of pools that we're about to open up. So um, first, I suppose, uh, Judith, do you want to um, do you want to tell us a little bit about Stake Easy? I know you guys started on Secret. 
Um, but it looks like you've got bigger um, bigger goals than, than just um, one chain. So do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. So hi, everyone. Um, Udit from Stakeasy. I'm one of the core developers behind the contracts. And so, yeah, uh, we Stakeasy, we started uh, liquid staking. I think we launched first in March on Secret. So we worked on Secret because we initially were building developer tooling on there since last year, September. So it's been more than a year since we started work in Secret. And so through Secret, we first came to know about, okay, there's programming privacy and there's something new happening in this ecosystem called Cosmos. And as we were developing things, we realized, okay, there's a lot of things that are happening. So as we studied things, we realized, okay, IBC, IBC is something that's going to be the next step in the DeFi ecosystem. And we saw that, okay, now we have provided liquid staking for Secret. Uh, how can we make it even better? So we saw that, okay, uh, we have Cosmos and contracts. And we, I think in March, we came across a lot of different primitives that were implemented by different liquid staking protocols. We analyzed them. We saw that, okay, what are the uh, pros and cons of each model? And what could be the best model that we can implement and also improve upon? So that model we worked upon for two months and then one and a half months of just plain testing. And that, so in secret, we only have SC secret. In Juno, we have SC Juno and also B Juno. So yeah, on loop, we primarily are working with B Juno. So yeah, in a while I'll elaborate what's the difference between the two and which one you should be choosing depending on your use cases. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I'd definitely love to know uh, the difference between the two, actually. Yeah. So SC Juno is uh, is a more So like in our blog post, we explained this, that there are like three ways you can have a liquid staking token. So three ways are first is, uh, which is our SC Juno, is that let's say you have some 100 Juno, you stake it with us, you get some X amount of SC Juno. So the number of SC Juno will remain the same, but for each SC Juno, you will get more Juno in the future. So in this case, the number of token will always remain the same, but when you withdraw it, the staking rewards will be covered in the value of each one of the token. Second model, which is B Juno, is that, uh, let's say you deposit 100 Juno, you'll always get 100 B Juno for that. But, uh, and once you are holding the B Juno, you can come and claim your staking rewards anytime you want. And the main benefit of B-Juno is that it's always pegged one is to one with Juno. So here uh, you can have certain use cases where you need the liquid signal token to be always pegged one is to one with the underlying token. And the third is uh, third one is I think the uh, rebasing token, where uh, let's say it's always one is to one ratio, but the number of tokens will increase over time in your wallet. I think this model was also implemented by uh, uh, Lido Finance on Ethereum, and also it used to be, I think, on Terra when uh, they integrated with Anchor. So, yeah, so these are three ways, and out two of which we have chosen. And wh why we have done simply put is uh, SC Juno is the best uh, token to use if you want to use it as a collateral in any protocol. So, in a lending protocol, in a perpetual, in an options, if you're locking up your token, SC Juno is the best choice because. Once you're locking it up uh, and let's say you take out a loan against it, 
and the loan period was for three months. After three months, you come back and you say, okay, I want my tokens back. So in a uh, lending protocol, it's always said, okay, the number of tokens you deposited, you'll get the same number of tokens back. So as you know, you'll get the same number of tokens back after three months, but those tokens will be worth more after three months because now each token is worth more because of staking votes. And BJuno makes more sense for liquidity because BJuno, Juno, if you provide liquidity for this pair, since we know BJuno is always going to one to one pact, you won't have any impermanent loss. Uh, like, so in case of Juno, Juno, there's a predictive fixed impermanent loss over a long term period. Even over short term period, Juno, Juno pair doesn't have an impermanent loss, which is like significantly less comparable as compared to staking the votes you're getting. So even in the long run, if you are providing liquidity for SC Juno Juno pair, the if you calculate how much staking rewards you are getting for that 50% of the Juno and how much impairment loss is happening, the overall uh, value would be uh, positive because like the staking rewards is always outperforming this impermanent loss. But now if you have B Juno Juno, which is heavily incentivized with some tokens, now you won't ever have any impermanent loss the number of Juno you deposited exactly remain the same when you take it out. And plus you're getting uh, liquidity rewards and the swap fees. Cool. Yeah, that's very cool. I just realized we need to add in uh, the calculation for the SE Juno appreciation into the APR of the SE Juno Juno pool that we have on loop. Right now, when you tap on the <clears throat> the I button next to the APR, APY, then the breakdown shows you the TXV APR and the reward APR. But it should also have a third breakdown in there just to show the appreciation of, of SE Juno in the pool, just to give you a more accurate understanding of the actual APR of of uh, that pool. But very cool. Thanks for that. So, so what... What pools are you farming personally, just out of interest? Uh, I have, I think I have liquidity here and there. Maybe like some is in JunoSwap, some, I think some I have in Osmosis. And obviously I have a few on the current XC Juno and B Juno players on loop. Yeah, so it's it's a very little amount of liquidity, but it's uh, on all of these three DEXs. Nice. Well, as as most people might know already, we're we're doing a big joint farming boost on three pools on Loop, and the reason why we're doing this is is for a few uh, reasons. Obviously, we want to increase liquidity and the depth in pools for the community. Um, community love farming rewards, especially big boosted farming rewards, uh, but also we want to create more volume across two different DEXs so that uh, more liquidity so that the trading bots will be able to trade with higher volume and increase the TX fees and the yield for everyone on both exchanges, both JunoSwap and and on Loop. So this is going to be a big push. Uh, We're pretty excited about the numbers. Uh, The three pools and farms will be Pushing hard on is the the B Juno Juno pool. Of course, there's 250 stake easy tokens per day and and 3,000 loop tokens per day. Um, the B Juno Atom pool. We thought we'd would add in an Atom uh, pair just to see what you guys think. And and again, 
I would love to hear your recommendations and feedback and everything, but same thing. That's also going to be uh, rewarded very heavily with 250 stake easy tokens and 3000 loop tokens per day. Um, all these pools are over 90 days, by the way, minimum. And we might boost, we might extend, um, we'll keep you posted along the way. And then the third pool is the B Juno loop pool. And this will be rewarded the most. <clears throat> so we'll have 250 stake easy <clears throat> and uh, three 3,500 loop per day. So uh, this also comes at a, at a pretty important time for loop where we start opening up our single-sided loop staking. Um, we might we might chat about that later, but we're pretty excited about this. We've been working on this for, for quite a while, and it's, it's a pretty complex uh, but simplified process of, of taking your loop positions, making the most out of it, choosing how long you want to lock them up for. <clears throat> and again, what's very cool about loop is is uh, just because you're locked in a staking position and you can't unstake, you will be able to have the option in the future to convert that staking position into a DeFi NFT. So if the market's tanking, if you're being margin called, you know, most of us have been in this position, we, we don't want you to be stuck <clears throat> in your position. So we want to give you an option. And this is something that other protocols are are working on integrating with with the Loop DeFi NFT marketplace, uh, where you can just convert your DeFi position into an uh, an NFT, which is essentially a bond or an annuity, and then you can trade that on the secondary market. Um, <clears throat> and whoever purchases your NFT will pretty much absorb your your staking or farming. Um, or IDO position, depending on the, the type of NFT that you buy. Neil, do you want to jump into the rest of the questions? Yeah, sure. That uh, that sounds really, really interesting. Um, do we have any sort of a, do you have any guidelines on when that kind of thing will be, we'll, we'll start to see that? Like when, when do you think the single sided yeah. stick will, will happen? Yeah, we're opening up to, to our awesome beta testing group, our private beta testing group this week. So within the next 24, 48 hours, they will start uh, testing the different um, staking options that we have. So we've got a few different timeframes, which you'll see soon. Uh, with staking, we use a metric called loop power. So, you know, the more tokens you stake and the more loop DeFi NFTs that you stake, you know, again, this is, this is um, not just for single-sided token stakings. This is also for our DeFi NFTs. We are changing things up and allowing users to create different strategies, uh, different wallets with different strategies. It's pretty cool um, because their, their position changes over time. And a single-sided token staking position will change differently over time opposed to a DeFi, a loop DeFi NFT staked position. So the loop power you receive from each position is different and it, and it, and the loop power changes over time. Uh, we've also got a pretty cool sticky functionality on the token single-sided staking where users can go into their uh, portfolio, their position each day or each week, whenever they want, and they can 
compound their position. They can restake their rewards into the underlying position and reset their timer and boost their their, their loop power, which then in return will obviously boost their yield. And and our yield at the end of the day is is uh, it's, again it's a complicated mechanism and and we have to be careful with the wording that we use. But loop is a protocol with about eight products of which three are, are live and, and are doing very well. <clears throat> we'll be rolling out the rest and, and pushing the rest uh, very hard over the next several months. But as each of those products are earning uh, revenue, earning yield, becoming cash flow positive, then we use those funds in a specific way. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I can really say right now, but everything will be online. Uh, we'll have documents and, and breakdowns for all of the finer details for everyone to read about. Yeah, so we already have an article actually about Loop Power that kind of explains a little bit about how it works. Um, but yeah, yeah, the basic, the basic at a very high level, um, the basic idea is that the the sort of more active you are, I suppose, as somebody who's a participant in the leak in the loop ecosystem, um, whether that's through minting NFTs or or staking um, in one of the various forms, um, that equates to a certain amount of loop power, which is sort of like a like a multiplier or a booster on um, the percentage of yield that you receive from the pool um, of of sort of um, yeah that the. Uh, token, sorry, the fees and things that are generated from the, the various products that we have, right? Yeah, exactly. And Loop Power will help you in, in many different ways. So uh, in the future, not yet, but we will have farming boosts uh, for Loop Power, you know, just like Curve does really. So, you know, we've, we've already um, told the community what the farming rewards are going to be for these three pools, for the BGNO Loop Pool, the BGUNO Atom Pool and the BGUNO Juno Pool, they're, they're all going to have very, very high farming rewards. And, and we're expecting to, to have um, good volume as the bots and um, as our aggregator, the loop aggregator starts to, um, you know, make it easier for people to get the best rate possible. Uh, when they do a swap, it'll it'll split and route each trade through the pool that has the best price. So as we start doing this this big push to get more liquidity on these three pools on Loop, um, it will start to see a lot of volume between the Loop pools and the Juno swap pools, and that's just a win-win for everyone. So whoever's got bots out there, I'm pretty sure they've already started planning for this, but... In the future, as you start earning more loop power, as your loop power balance increases, in the future you'll be able to get boosted farming rewards because we we really care about rewarding our users that are the most active, the most loyal, uh, you know. And because we have so many products, um, and we have quite a few users that that leverage all these products and make the most out of it, we just want to reward them as much as possible, and especially especially the, the liquidity providers um, and the, the active users on the DeFi NFT marketplace. So, yeah, looking forward to farming boosts in the future, but until then, you can enjoy these awesome 
APR and APYs. And I think AJ has been crunching some numbers on expected yield uh, and expected liquidity. So I don't know if you want to talk about that, AJ. You guys hear me? Yep. Yeah, um, I was digging into some last night, I believe, um, with the 250 stake easy tokens and 3,000 loop, it'll come out to around um, over 100% APR um, up to 80,000 TVL in each pool. And that's not um, that's not including trading fees either. So something that we can expect just for the people that are getting in early, or even kind of like a long term, um, you know, guesstimate of where the APR will be is by basing off the total value locked in each pool. So anything under around eighty thousand, you could expect over a hundred percent APR. Nice. And that's also not taking into account any price impact on the loop token when we start to roll out our single-sided staking. So so there's two big things that we're doing at loop. Uh, we are starting to turn on our buyback mechanisms. Um, you know, we've been accumulating some good revenue through our products. Um, despite it being a bear market, you know, DEXs will always have volume and, and uh, there'll always be uh, secondary volume on on uh, NFT marketplaces. You know, our aggregator is doing its job. It's it's still uh, the number one um, aggregator on, on Terra Classic and on, on Terra V2, even though we haven't uh, launched and pushed those products. You know, we've just been focusing on Juno, but we, we know that our tech and our methods have been validated and proven in a in a complex and busy market to have the the best rates on juno of course we we are um the best prices aren't we like we beat is it ftm and the rest yeah um yeah i don't know like yeah you can definitely get cheaper swaps on loop um in terms of the prices and, and the splits and things like that i think it's tlm or are very competitive as well, um, but yeah, we're we're right there. Um, we're right there with them. AJ may have more to say on that, as he's been the one that um, was sort of doing the analysis on on where we're at with those kinds of things. AJ, do you want to say anything about that, or are we just has there been enough sense? Yeah, my sound kind of cut out there a little bit, um, but I think I got the most of what um, Simon said. So. I was actually looking at it last night and using our aggregator um, to swap between the uh, from Juno to SE Juno or Juno to B Juno. Um, anything with about from 100 Juno, I believe it was around, <clears throat> you, would, you, would, you would save using our aggregator around like 0.4% uh, and with 1,000 it came all the way up to 1.4% savings. Um, yeah, it's solid. Yeah, so anytime, basically anytime that you are performing a swap on Juno, the best decision to be would to be use our aggregator because 
even if the best option is Uniswap, our aggregator will just um, route your trade through their polls. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And now aggregator is super easy to find and use. It's just on juno.loop.markets. It's the first thing that pops up. Uh, we've got our simple graphs there, and we actually have trading view advanced graphs coming soon we've been testing that for the last couple of weeks just making sure the speed is good enough because there's no point having these awesome graphs if they take too long to load so we're just caching a lot of the data putting it onto our middleware server and just making that an awesome experience for everyone before we launch it but yeah very excited yeah, to to roll it out yeah it's gonna be exciting to see that um just to, to see it develop um should we talk about arbitrage opportunities? Um, do you want to say anything about that for, um, like in terms of the new pools and stay easy? Yeah, definitely. So arbitrage, uh, you can broadly divide into like two categories where like one arbitrage is that's the same pair existing on two different DEXs. And it's if it's a different ratio, you can swap out one with the other. The other kind of arbitrage is that, let's say you have three assets, uh, and A, B, and C. A, B is a pool, B, C is a pool, and A, C is a pool. So like, if you have any kind of ratio differences among amongst these three pools, you can, for example, uh, you'll already have B, Juno, Atom, and there's already uh, Juno, Atom existing uh, on Osmosis, and it's also on uh, Juno swap. So even so, since you know that B Juno is always going to be one is to one with Juno, if in any case that happens that B Juno can give you more atom than Juno can give you atom, you can convert your B Juno to atom, then atom to Juno, and ultimately you have more Juno. Same applies if one Juno gives you more atom. So both of these are possible now with B Juno pairs, and again that B Juno Juno pair is always there since you know if. If one B Juno is let's say 0.98 Juno, people can just buy up B Juno and just uh, unstake it on Stake Easy and get the same number of Juno as B Juno. And if B Juno is worth more than Juno, same can be applied. You take the Juno, uh, sorry, you take the B Juno and then you convert it to Juno. Yeah, on the swap. So essentially, you'll get more Juno. And in this process, the swap liquidity will come to that same ratio that it's actually packed with. And also in, uh, let's say like, I think in last week, SC Juno was worth much less than Juno because a lot of people were unstaking because the market was going down and people saw that, okay, now Juno has been falling, uh, like, because the whole market has been falling in general and it's highly correlated. Uh, correlation starts from Bitcoin to Ethereum, then to the cause of ecosystem. So people see that, okay, Atom is falling, then maybe Juno should also fall by that uh, uh, correlation. So whenever like these kind of assets are falling, people generally tend to unstay quickly to sell to make sure that, okay, because uh, there's a fear that it might fall even further. And since uh, the liquid staking provides you the opportunity to just swap it with Juno, you won't have to wait for 28 days. And that has happened historically with a lot of Equestrian protocols, even in case of, let's say, the best example was when in April, I think, when the whole market was crashing a lot. And so there's STE on Lido, and Ethereum does not have any unbonding for stake ETH. So 
people can't do that kind of arbitrage where like if one ST ETH is trading at 0.97 of ETH, they can't just take that ST ETH and buy it on cheap and then unstake it for Ethereum. They can't do that. So what happened in that case was that it came down to 0.93 ETH at some point. So the same has been happening with a lot of the same protocol. So this, these kind of opportunities, uh, these kind of scenarios gives users the ability to make this ARB very easily. Like if you have a lot of Juno, you can just deposit it into SE Juno and then, uh, no, uh, what you can do is that you can buy up this SE Juno at cheap and then unstake it and it will give you a lot of lot more Juno than uh, the, then you directly get if you're just taking it. So there's these opportunities you can look for. You, if you see that, okay, market is falling, then there must be this, these kind of opportunities readily available. People can do that kind of arbitrage also. So yeah, with SC Juno, B Juno, uh, there's gonna be a lot more of search opportunities. You just have to look out for it. Oh, that'd be your, that's really cool, yeah. That'd be your cup of tea, AJ, I would imagine. So that arbitrage. Yeah, actually- as as I was just uh, taking a look here, um, on our aggregator right now, we could actually swap 1,000 Juno for 1,057 SD Juno, which if you then take that SD Juno and uh, take it over to Take Easy site and do the unstaking option, um, after 28 days for the unstaking period, you would actually end up with 1,154.12 Juno. Um, mm. And if you if you uh, take that into APR, that comes out to about 200% APR. And that's crazy. That's a really good rate there. Um, and mm. also with uh, using our aggregator and just to do that trade in the beginning, um, it looks like we're saving, you're saving 1.3%, um, which is, that's that's really good savings right there. Um, another nice. form of arbitrage um, that's actually possible with Stake Easy um, is at any point in time using Stake Easy, you can convert <clears throat> you can convert SE Juno to B Juno, and this is actually at a fixed rate. Um, for example, one B Juno equals 0.916 SE Juno right now, um, and one SE Juno equals 1.091 B Juno. So if at any point in time you can get a better rate than either of those using um, Loops Aggregator, you can then head over and uh, convert one or the other instantly, and then head back and um, swap them back to the original token and come out for a profit. Um, yeah, that's cool. Is, yeah, this 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 strategy was one that um, was very popular on uh, Terra with uh, the SD Luna um, through Lido, and uh, I, I assume with with all of the other um, chains Lido is on as well. Um, but yeah, there's 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 a lot of arbitrage opportunities, um, especially right now with the uh, <clears throat> the amount of savings you can get just from swapping your Juno to SD Juno or B Juno. Yep, great. And also when we start 
pushing these new pools and farms. And as liquidity starts coming in, then the aggregator is going to be finding even more great routes and and routes. Um, so I, I think that that discount's only going to get bigger, uh, especially at the start when liquidity starts increasing. Yeah, for sure. Um, actually, maybe that's a nice segue into talking about like sustainable farming and and you know like. Um, subsidized pools at the moment is 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 one thing but like how do we make it sustainable versus the sort of crazy uh stuff that we were seeing in bull markets with you know when those thousands of percent aprs and stuff like that um what um do you want to talk about that a little bit simon sorry you're breaking up say again oh sorry um i was just wondering if you wanted to talk about the sustainable like the way in which our uh, yeah. Yeah, nice. more sustainable now. Yeah. So, so what happens normally with DEXs, incentivized AMM DEXs, is they just start pumping out their tokens and they emit basically a shitload, more than the buy pressure that they have for their token. And they have ridiculous yields. Um, they kick the can down the road by offering ridiculous, unsustainable staking options. And then it all implodes at once. It's just basically a game of chicken, you know, for who unstakes and and dumps. So we don't want that. We've learned a lot over the last two years. And for us, it's it's pretty simple. It's don't emit more tokens then we can buy back through different means, right? I can't say exactly for legal reasons. So at the end of the day, uh, you know, we do subsidize things here and there, but at the end of the day, we look at, at how our protocols make revenue and how we can sustainably emit. So for, for the DEX, it's simple. It's trading volume. Right. And and uh, for, for this uh, next big batch of farming rewards and farming boosts, we're expecting that the volume is going to increase significantly because of the two different pairs. Um, you know, we actually have built trading bots before balancing bots on Terra. And if there aren't enough bots out there doing their thing on Juno, then we'll be deploying those on Juno, too. When there's liquidity um, and depth in pools, then the bots will do their thing, you know, on top of what the users and the community will be doing at the same time. You know, Juno's starting to get a lot of traction. Hopefully the market will start turning. Um, but again, whether it turns up or turns down, it doesn't matter. Volatility equals revenue. Uh, and that's what we need to sustain our emissions. So we've got a pretty good balance. And, and that's just the decks. All right, that, that's the beauty of it all. That's just the decks. There's uh, so many more products that we have, so many other revenue channels making money, and all those will just be funneled back into the loop power single staking uh, mechanism, which again is sustainable, and that's how we sustainably 
maintain our farms. As you can see, we don't have many farms. We don't have many pools because we don't need to. Our aggregator does all the hard work and uses liquidity wherever it is, and that'll just grow and improve and get better. But in this instance, we want to, um, you know, make the most out of our partnership with Stake Easy and this opportunity with liquidity in both DEXs and uh, get the ball rolling so that everybody can, you know, keep going on their road to define dependence and earn solid yield on their their cash, you know, and especially in in bad times like this, in bad times, we want to give good news and good opportunities to everyone. Yeah, sure. Definitely. Um, I'd like to also add on um, to something that will help out with the uh, sustainability of the emissions on the farms. Um, the loop power boosted farming rewards um, that Simon was mentioning earlier. Um, once we have that live, you know, it'll be very similar to um, successful um, protocols um, on EVM chains such as uh, Curve and Balancer, where the farming rewards are directly correlated to the amount of for Balancer. I'll, I'll use the amount of VE Balancer that someone has. In our case, that would be the amount of loop power that somebody has. Um, so while we may be um, emitting tokens to um, to uh, support the liquidity in these farms, the tokens are going to holders of the loop token, people that are going to um, restake the loop token. They're not going to farm it and dump it. <clears throat> and um, they'll be incentivized to do so by the sustainable yields that we'll have for loop power that are based on, as Simon mentioned, all of our revenue streams. Yep. Exactly. And we also need to emit um, more tokens so that there's enough out there for people to purchase and uh, provide liquidity with, especially with all the loop paired um, pools. So, yeah, exciting times. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think that's most of the questions that we got from beforehand. We've covered off the topics, um, albeit in a sort of a um, wide-ranging way. Um, is there anything else that you guys want to say before I open up questions to the guys on, on the space? No, I think open it up. You know, any question like, you know, how do the, the farming boosts work? Um, but, yeah, go for it. And um, if you have anything to say, go for it. Yeah, I just wanted to add that uh, even with the SEG token, We'll soon be deploying the SEG DAO okay, that has um, that has. Okay, Ryan, uh, I see you um, sort of put your hand up. For everybody else, if you want to, um, yeah, just put your hand up basically and uh, let me know if you have questions. I'll I'll um, I will give you speaker access uh, on a sort of a case by case basis. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Put your hands up. In the meantime, what were we what were we saying? It is. Yeah, I was saying that even with uh, Stakey DAO, we are soon be will soon be releasing this uh, one-sided staking. I can't hear anything. Where, uh, am I audible now? Yeah, no, all good. I think I think okay. uh, Neil is just having issues, but go for it. 
Okay. So uh, whatever the fees we are generating. So like if you look at, uh, let's say the token itself is just a representation of, uh, if we compare, let's say Web2 and Web3, say that, okay, these are some businesses that, that are being publicly traded. They have their stocks and some stocks, if the company is profitable, what they do is that they give dividend to the stockholders. So similarly, you can correlate that with the Web3 saying that, okay, uh, liquid staking as a business is generating some revenue and how the revenue is being shared. You can do that same way saying that, okay, we can have buybacks or we can have uh, these dividends. So anyone who's holding our stock, which is our token SEG, uh, can come and stake and say that, okay, I want to be the part of this uh, fee sharing mechanism. And so essentially it's not just one farming token and it actually has some a value in holding it. So if you're holding it, you are also getting some returns while you're holding it. So over time now, Loop and SEC both will uh, be tokens that have utility and also are generating some yield because from the fees that's been generated through the protocol and how the profits are being generated. For example, if you look at different DeFi protocols, uh, DEXs and uh, lending protocols generate fees when there's a lot of volume, a lot of volatility in the market. Liquid staking generate fees irrespective of how much volatility is the market. It just depends on how much uh, TVL is there in the protocol because the fees is always just a fixed percentage of the rewards that are being generated. So I believe in that way, like if you compare, you're also get if you are providing liquidity to these three pools, you're getting a token which generates fees from uh, the volatility, which is the loop token. And there's another token SEC which generates yield irrespective of the volatility. So once you combine these two, you say that, okay, now you're a uh, participant in these two protocols that combined are always generating some fees. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, everyone loves utility and that's, that, that's a great utility for the token. Great. Um, yeah, guys, put up your hand if you have any questions. Um, I'll quickly tell you again how the... Uh, the boosted farming rewards work. So on loop, <clears throat> you're able to actually use your rewards uh, to be included in the calculation of the percentage of the total farming rewards that you will receive. So if you provide $1,000 worth of liquidity, then the rewards that you'll get are based off your $1,000. However, if you enable farming boost, the calculation will be off will be a thousand dollars plus whatever your rewards are let's call it a hundred dollars and therefore you'll you'll get a larger portion of the pie and in return for doing this you commit to uh, farming for at least three months so you aren't locked right again we don't like locking our users and forcing them to do anything so you can still unfarm and uh, remove your liquidity at any time you just forfeit your rewards and all the rewards that you would have accumulated will just go back to the reward pool and you essentially would just boost the reward pool for everyone else so that's that's one of the cool mechanisms that we have and and you know again it has other benefits um, we've been told some US citizens might benefit from it because harvesting rewards is a taxable event. So in this case, because the protocol essentially does it for you, um, 
you know, it, there, there are some benefits, but yeah, consult your own accountant. But yeah, p- put up your hand if you have any questions, guys. Otherwise, we'll uh, wrap this up. <laughs> can you hear me? Can Can you hear me, Simon? Yep. All right, cool. I just couldn't hear it. Uh, Ryan had put up his hand a little while ago. Ryan, did you want to ask a question? Yes, thank you. Um, hey, I want to kind of continue on uh, with what Stakeasy was going about regarding their value accrual back to the token. Um, in particular, is there uh, what's this percentage that would accrue back to uh, the token from fee accruals? And my second question was, what's the rationale going with B Luna? Uh, over SE, excuse me, not B Luna, B Juno, um, over SE Juno in the loop pools, given that SE Juno would accrue um, staking rewards. Yeah. So, yeah, regarding the utility, uh, it's that the amount of fees, I think we are generating roughly 5% of the staking rewards right now as fees. So the 50% of that will go to SED stakers, which is 2.5% of what the staking rewards are being generated. And the other utility will be that, uh, let's say for example, there's nine validators currently in the validator set that we are staking to. So this validator set will also put up the vote so anyone who wants to be included in the set, anyone, uh, so people can vote to choose their choice of validator. So this will again have another utility saying that, okay, now the holders to SEZ have control over which validators will be in the set and also other kind of governance that will also happen through this. The second question, uh, having P2No, is that now you have a choice if you want to retain some part of your staking rewards, uh, with SC Juno Juno pair. So with SC Juno Juno pair, you're getting staking rewards, but you're also having some impermanent loss. And so you can have a choice where you say, okay, I'm getting a better farming rewards over in a B Juno Juno pool, and there's no impermanent loss, but I'm kind of forfeiting my staking rewards here. So it's just a choice between which one you want to go with, pros and cons of each of the pools. But in the long run, what we want to do is that we want to have those farming rewards comparable with the farming rewards plus testing rewards of the SE Juno Juno pair. So essentially you'll have a fair choice amongst the two. And also yeah. the main utility of having a B Juno Juno pair is that since it's okay. one is to one pact, it's, it's always it's going speaking, to... is he? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's still speaking. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just want to like complete this. So the purpose here is that, for example, if you take cow finance that optimize for uh, correlated uh, pairs, for example, USDC and USDT, what it did was that now there's a pair which uh, takes this particular constraint of one is one and gives you a curve that lets you have higher volume with less slippage. So basically you'll have a pair with deep liquidity where users can unstake a lot of amount with very much less of uh, that uh, slippage. So the purpose of this is that, okay, we'll have a lot of liquidity for this pair, ultimately resulting in more utility of having SC Juno and B Juno holders that they can unstick anytime, and even with the less number of, less amount of 
slippage. Yeah, nice. And uh, yeah, yeah. So it, it's uh, Neil can't hear you for some reason. Some bug on on Twitter. Um, but yeah, yeah, Ryan. Uh, good question, and and that's it. That's a good response. Uh, it makes sense to me. And yeah, if only we could route some of the um, some of the yield from Juno, like you were saying, back into the the farming rewards, so that the farming rewards. Um, you know, I, I make it so appealing that, you know, there's no permanent loss. Um, you know, you'll earn TX fees and you'll earn farming rewards of which uh, it is much greater than the yield that you would be earning just straight up on the Juno. So very cool. And we can, we can probably even start putting some, some nice UI metrics uh, on our, on the farm pop up, you know, when you click that I next to the, the APY, uh, we could even, you know, have a metric somewhere there or even on your farm position to show, you know, stake versus farm, uh, you know, just like the metric that we're working on LP versus hodl. Um, you know, it could be, could be cool if people saw the benefits of providing liquidity, uh, with with B Juno opposed to just staking Juno or opposed to just holding uh, the tokens. So nice. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Ryan, yeah, if you if you want to respond, Ryan, go for it. No, I think this is uh, this is great. Thank you both very much for your answers. Sure, mate. Anytime. Thanks, I, I, I kind of want to add in something here that um, that we did, actually didn't mention that we should have mentioned before. Um, one benefit that uh, the users have with providing liquidity um, on a loop using StakeEasy's um, liquid staking options um, as opposed to Osmosis or um, JunoSwap is that on loop, there, there is no lockup period. <clears throat> so a lot of people, you know, when they are well, most people actually, when they are utilizing the liquid staking options, they're doing this so that they can remain liquid. You know, normally you lock up your Juno for 28 days, but with uh, Stake Easy, you get um, SE Juno or B Juno. Now, when you go to farm on a Juno swap, um, you have to bond your liquidity, which locks it up for seven days. So it kind of defeats the purpose of having, you know, the liquid staking option. <clears throat> and I believe on osmosis, I believe it's 14 days. Um, but yeah, so that's just another benefit right there to adding your liquidity on uh, loop as opposed to the other options as, you know, you don't have to lock up at all. There's no lockup period. The only period um, is the auto boosting. Um, but that Simon mentioned before, but that is just, an added benefit that's that's optional and not something that you have to commit to. Yep. And even if you do, you can still unstake at any time. You just forfeit rewards. But yeah, that's a good point. Staying true to the liquid part of liquid staking. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Does anybody else have any questions? We're about uh, five minutes out from these new farms going live. So if anybody has any questions, just um Request speaker and the floor will be yours. Otherwise, we will, um, yeah, we'll 
tie a bow around this and send it home. Looks like everybody's yeah, that they needed. <laughs> I need to get my ledger ready. So I, I don't miss out on these insane APR and APYs. Max H is taking rollwards. That's it. For sure. All right, guys. Um, any final words, AJ or Simon or Udit? No. Just want to say thanks to everybody that joined us today, and uh, thanks to the uh, Stake Easy guys for coming out and uh, um, participating in this uh, spaces with us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks a lot, guys, for having us. So yeah, really looking forward to like what we can even do further with Loop and Stake Easy. Like there are definitely a few ideas from my side, and we'll see how that ends up happening great good work mate and let's keep giving to the community yeah 100 all right thank you everybody for coming um thank you for joining us today on the on the this twitter space um we're grateful that you stuck with us for the whole thing and uh good luck with the farming thanks everybody cheers bye everyone thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was Stake Easy and Loop Finance AMA Boosted Farming with Dual Incentives. Recorded on Thursday, October 20th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep it hands off when the play is a bust. Playing old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focused, star scream jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man's swagger. Sitting in a little den. Vision in the middle, men listen to the fatal man play a little ditty, then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Little Dan vision in the middle men Listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze Trying to make the next No one gave a shit Till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter We was all hyped up When the pedal at the metal He just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime Till the night curfew Rats in a cage Till they make time to murk you Got a little job That falls under my purview We gotta get this mob Away from the birds do gotta find cover wipe off the bird poop right off the work while you try on the worst juice blinded by perps who try to reverse truth slide like fox news just trying to lie to you eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants i can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis mock up a basement could call me resilient waiting for the internet to make me a billion Vision in the middle, 
Kitchen in the middle, men listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty, then talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubba billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian, lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubba billion. Channel spaces.